in today's episode, we will talk about emotional abuse. Peace and blessings, everyone. This is Elegant Granny, your creator and host of the Proactive Eye podcast. Last week's episode, we began a new series discussing the different types of abuse victims and survivors deal with. As we started with social abuse, we talked about what it is and how it affects people and also who commits this act on you. To catch up with last week's episode, Click the last week's episode link in the show notes or on the blog at bit.ly forward slash PE podcast blog. This week, we are going into the second form of abuse called emotional abuse. Now, according to my research, there are many variations of what this form of abuse is called, such as emotional abuse or emotional violence, psychological abuse or psychological violence or even mental abuse. I'm referring to it as emotional abuse for the sake of ease on the show. Defined by One Love Foundation, emotional abuse is any abusive behavior that isn't physical, which may include verbal aggression, intimidation, manipulation, and humiliation, which most often unfolds as a pattern of behavior over time that aims to diminish another person's sense of identity, dignity, and self-worth, and which also results in anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, and post-traumatic stress, what we know as PTSD. I am going to list some behaviors that are potentially emotionally abusive, you can go to the blog at bit.ly forward slash PE podcast blog to take a look at each of these with the definitions. Hopefully, this will help you recognize some of these behaviors. The list includes intimidation, manipulation, refusal to ever be pleased, blaming, shaming, name calling, insults, put downs sarcasm, infantilization, silent treatment, trivializing, triangulation, sabotage, gaslighting, scapegoating, blame shifting, projection, ranking and comparing, arbitrary and unpredictable inconsistency, threatening harm, and forced isolation. Even if you're the most observant person in the world, emotional abuse can be so gradual that you don't realize what's happening until you're deeply entangled in its web. As a result, the abuse can go unchecked as the relationship progresses, building for months, years, and even decades, especially if the abuse is more covert. In such instances, the target's self-esteem is steadily eroded and their self-doubt becomes so paralyzing that they often have only vague sense that something is It is more difficult to measure emotional abuse versus physical abuse. With physical abuse, you can physically see the results of bruising, blood, scars, or open wounds, things you can see even if you were not there and someone described the event to you which is very unlike emotional abuse. 
Emotional abuse is harder to articulate into words, mainly because the harm is not done by forceful touch, but by verbal aggression, intimidation, manipulation, and humiliation. These things are not as easy to detect if someone is suffering from this form of abuse. HABIT is an acronym by Amy Lewis Bear, a psychotherapist and the author of From Charm to Harm, The Guide to Spotting, Naming, and Stopping Emotional Abuse. Here is what she had to say about emotional abuse using this acronym. HABIT. H is for hope. Victims are hooked on hope that their relationships will get better even though there is no evidence of lasting improvements. Conversely, they may have given up hope and tolerate the abuse in exchange for an intact family, financial security, status, a luxury lifestyle, or other benefits. A, for avoidance and denial. The abused may feel stuck or deny the fact that they are in abusive relationships. They must work through awareness, acceptance, and action, the three A's, to move forward. Awareness is admitting a partner is abusive. Acceptance is realizing the effects of the abuse and that something must be done or the abuse will continue. Action is getting help for both victim and perpetrator. B, for beliefs. Victims may have deep-seated negative beliefs about themselves and others. They believe their abusive partners truly love them or that they deserve the treatment because they are defective in some way. I, for irrational fear. The abused fear leaving for a variety of reasons such as inability to survive or take care of their children, being ostracized by their communities, being seen as a failure, never finding love again, or going against religious beliefs. What they should fear is the harm that they and their children are suffering on a daily basis. Abusers use tactics that erode their partner's self-esteem for better control. Learned helplessness can result. Children are at a higher risk of becoming abusers or abuse victims. And T, for traumatic bonding. Victims can develop powerful bonds with their abusers. Some signs are believing that being treated badly is normal, fighting all the time with no resolution, complaining about spouses but defending them in public, loss of free will, knowing it's important to leave but being unwilling to make any changes. Being in love with fantasy and not facing reality. And continue attempts to change an abusive spouse with no significant results. Now we're about to go into a few myths and realities about emotional abuse. Myth number one. Emotional and physical abuse always occur together. The reality is emotional abuse can happen with no physical signs. That's part of what makes it so hard to spot. Myth number two, emotional abuse only happens to women. The reality is, like any abuse, emotional abuse can happen to anyone and in any relationship. Often, emotional abuse occurs between intimate partners, but it could also occur among friends and peers too. 
And myth number three, emotional abuse isn't as bad as physical abuse. The reality is anything hurtful is just that, hurtful. There is no need to compare or judge one painful experience against another. Any abuse is never okay. And if you are experiencing it in any way, you deserve help. Reaching out for help is brave. It's especially brave if someone you are close to has used your emotions to assert their own power. Your emotions after experiencing this form or any form of abuse are valid no matter what they are. Now here are a few things to get help, few ways, excuse me, to get help and stay safe. The first one being reach out. Sharing your emotions with someone who can help you process and validate what you are going through can help you see light in even the darkest of times. Text hello H E L L O to 741741 to connect with a crisis counselor. Now, a tip for that is for your safety, it may be wise to delete your text after the conversation, particularly if your abuser has access to your phone. The second thing you can do is tell someone in your life. The benefits of confiding in someone in your life are twofold. You can find an ally in your corner to process what you're going through, and you can spend some quality time away from the person who is abusing you. Work to build a core group of people who you know will always have your back. And the last thing is safety plan. Even when emotional abuse is not coupled with physical abuse, it is still unsafe. Think through and plan for all the ways you could get out of the relationship when you need to and are ready. Hopefully, I have said something in this episode to help you understand the dynamics of emotional abuse. You are a great asset in this world. And it is especially important after a life of any form of abuse to see a physician and a mental health specialist to help you excel as you recover. Let me know in the voice message feature or by email at proactiveeye at gmail.com some things you do to help you recover. I would love to hear your story and get your perspective on why those things are valuable to you. If you are a concerned citizen and would like to know more about what's going on and how to support victims and survivors of abuse, follow the links in the show notes or on the blog as your guide. Feel free to email me at proactiveeye at gmail.com with comments, questions, or concerns you would like addressed. It has been a pleasure sharing with you today. All links to connect with me and free resources are in the show notes. Feel free to download episodes and take advantage of the free resources provided. You can visit the Proactive Eye blog at bit.ly forward slash PE podcast blog. That's bit.ly B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash PE podcast blog. You can also connect with Proactive Eye on Instagram and Twitter. The handle is at Proactive Eye. And also on Facebook, the handle is at Proactive Eye Podcast. This has been your host, Elegant Granny. Thank you for your support and visit again. And remember, healing is a continuous process, not a one-shot deal. 
Much love, peace, light, and healing vibes, family. Stay tuned next week as we discuss the hot topic, spiritual abuse. Thank you.